Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast, the European Cup final episode. Tell them well, why last week didn't happen. Well, there's a few reasons, wasn't there, really? Um, I had a little nap, and <laughs> more to the point, you had a more you had a bigger issue with concierge and parking in the middle of London. Yeah. Like, you wanted a spot right in the middle of Leicester Square. They couldn't guarantee you yeah. one. You had to park 10 minutes away, which turned into an hour, and you kicked off like mad, like you always do. Yeah. Like if... Someone knocks you in a bar, or yeah. or doesn't let you pull out, or pulls out in front of you in a car, and or on the sh- way where I am today, someone undercut me on the motorway, big time, um, and the shit I got real. To, I had to be undercut and cut in in front of me in this tiny little gap. And I gave him the phone. I thought, mm, and then it's about ten miles later. He was trying to get back into the fast lane, and I just enjoyed just keeping him where he was for a bit, yep. decelerating. It's, it's bad form. I know that. And no one else in the car knew. I wasn't doing stupid speed or anything like that. I just thought, I'd just keep you where I want you, kid, because you're getting more and more frustrated and you're a bad guy. And it's either this or I follow you into the BP and give you a dead leg and go to prison. I did a three-point turn in my local area, Panath, yesterday. And I did it in the road. I didn't use anybody's drive. There's obviously a curb and a pavement before a drive. Use purely the road. But there was a, an older man um, I'd, I'd guess 80 years old and he was de-weed in his drive um, and he mm. took it upon himself just to stare at me while I was doing it and I'll tell mm. you one thing I'm good at Flats and that's a staring competition yeah. and yeah. I did not move I was like a cheetah fixed on a gazelle 
I did not move my line of sight until he turned away. Yeah. And it took probably about 35 seconds. Longer. That's longer than people think that is. A lot longer. And why doesn't, why doesn't everyone who's listening try that when they go into town like the shops today? Just stop, make eye contact with them and just stare at them for 35 seconds. But I could not work out why you. he was staring at me. I wasn't using his drive. I was just doing it in the road. But he stopped. Mate, he stopped. looked for stuff to he be offended up. for. And uh, there's only one winner, mate. I so. continually get told from the passenger seat that I am not a driving instructor and I need to stop trying to school people. But I'm sorry, right. this guy endangered the life of my family and me. So what I should have done was just back off. I didn't get anywhere near him, but I just made sure. He slipped into the middle lane at one point where he didn't want to be. He wanted to live in the fast lane and he yeah. slipped into the middle lane to undercut someone else. Live fast, they didn't let him do it. So he tried to get back in too late, shut the door. I'm keeping you where I want you, fella. The bus is full. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't want to... I realise that kids listen to this podcast. You know, I met some of them at the weekend at Twickenham, but what I wanted to do, kids, was just follow him off at his junction and smash his face in. He'd probably um, think like I did you were Lord Farquhar, like sat on a horse, and then when you get off, you know, you're, you're under six foot, which you are, I, I do get, but <laughs> you, you probably had your HSBC polo on, didn't you? I'm a lanyard on still. So look uh, at that, I smashed the lanyard I wondered what you window. were doing with Nolly's polo shirt on and the HSBC tent. <laughs> mate, mate, we got there, and they all, I know the guys there so well, and he's like... Jay Fitz, Jamie's like, he's like, Flats, what size polo are you after, mate? I said, get the biggest one they've got. That's the one I'm after. And he's like, hopefully we've got a double XL. I was like, mate, no, not hopefully. If you don't have a double XL, I'll be wearing my own T-shirt. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. They had a double mm. and that was the biggest it got. And Haskell was coming as well. So I left him the XL and he's just massive at the moment. Absolutely yeah. massive. He's vast. Flexibility. And I thought he's block. And I thought, yeah, I said he's like a fridge, mate. He looks like a fridge and he's about as agile. And um, I thought he'll hate that. It was, I mean, he's comfortably a triple XL and it was an XL and he absolutely loved it. He relished it. I can imagine Haskell having a did. real big blind spot, you know, just where he can't see. Because, you know, he has to turn his whole body. Because he can't turn around. Yeah, you like a lorry. him on the back and you could just move around his back with him and he just can't see you. <laughs> <him. laughs> him in the balls. Anyway, you, you, had an issue with, you had an issue with concierge and... They valet parking. It's like give us a ring when you're nearby, and we come out and bite your car for you. Mm. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Now there's a car park, like an NCP job, right next to the hotel. We're talking ten meters, twenty meters. I was like, I'll stick it in there, and it's like, all right, it's all right. We'll come and get you now. So I waited. I rang and said, there's no one here. Yeah, they're coming now. I didn't know where they're coming from. It's a new hotel. Didn't know it. And the Londoner, thirty-five. Ne- yeah, nearly forty minutes later, they come out, and I'm like, by then, I'm like, mate, this is a joke. I've called you four times. And they're like, oh, yeah, someone's coming now. I was like, it's coming now. I've been here for 40 minutes, mm. sitting parked up on a curb in everyone's way. So anyway, I go to leave the next day, and I thought, it's 11.44. Checkout time is 12. I was going up to Northampton, and I said, I rang and said, mate, it's me and da da Is it okay for someone to go and grab my, does someone have to go and get, yeah, they have it now. When do you want to leave? And I said, well, checkout time's 12, so five past 12, no problem. I went down at five past 12. And I said, mate, is my, hi, mate, my car's the guy that someone's got. Yeah, someone's just gone to get it. And I actually said to the guy, that doesn't sound good. I called 20, I said, I called 21 minutes ago, mate, and smiled. And this lady smiled behind, like, this guest and, like, looked at 
me like these guys are useless mm. and they weren't useless but I, was, if someone, I said if someone's just gone where is it mate anyway 40 minutes to get my car from valet parking 70 quid so much. I was like mate Expensive. I said I said I'm, I, told, I said to this guy I'm not gonna say I never complain but I very very rarely complain you oh. will dispute that I do not complain about things and I was like mate this is not valet parking it's literally taken me longer to it's taken me longer like I was like, 40 plus 40 minutes yesterday 40 minutes today that is longer than the train I get into London from Bath in the West Country I was like this is men- this is absolutely mental what I said to he you goes, do you want us to take the seven he said, do you want to take the 70 quid off? I said, I'm not even paying it. My employer's paying it. But yeah, take it off. They shouldn't have to pay for it. Life at the top Shocking. is hard, mate. It's a hard anyway, draft. Anyway, I'm staying there again next week. So don't worry about it. Uh, you did have 45 minutes. I don't know what that noise was. You did have 45 minutes um, to record the pod, but you also had to go through a run through. And I didn't want that 45 minutes um, to panic you. And I knew, I knew you needed to prepare for the event to make That's sure it. that it was good. It wasn't. But forget about that. <laughs> but for those 45 minutes, you could relax a little bit. To make sure you nailed it, which you never. Mm. Um, anyway, look, we're all right, boy. And we're alive. I had, I had a weekend at Twickenham doing the HSBC London yeah, Sevens. And it is, it's, it's, look, it's I not, don't want It's not as good I, as Hong Kong. I, I'm, I've never been to Hong Kong and I'm all right. I don't want to go. All if right. I'm going to say this to you now, if like HSBC were doing a whole thing over there and it was like, yeah, I'll go and do that, then that that I would enjoy. They do. Otherwise, I'm never going. Okay. I'll do that. All right. I might. But it's always, it's always like... You're like my old friend time, now. Isn't? You're like my old friend now. Doesn't want to go away anymore. Just wants to go to Devon. Sit in a deck chair in his garden. I'm not in Devon now. Do you know where I am now? Uh, North yeah. flipping Wales in an Airbnb. Uh, so get here, right? I know I've got to do a pod with you. And it's like, right, straight away, get, get all the bags in. Where's the Wi-Fi? Kids have, it's like, what is it? It's four in the afternoon. The kids are half an hour into Hunger Games movie already. Like, mm. sun shining. They're not outside. They've taken this as an excuse not to go out because I'm in here. Where's the Wi-Fi? No, can't find it. No password. There's a little mat, a little house book that says, here's your, your rules and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, Wi-Fi password, blank. Text the guy Airbnb from uh, my missus' phone and said, hiya, is there a Wi-Fi passcode? And he just sends a passcode back. And I said, I just said, was it somewhere? Is it displayed somewhere? And we missed it. Thank you. And she's like, I cannot believe you've sent that. It's like properly, it's like turned into an argument. I cannot believe you sent that from my phone. He thinks that. I was like, all I've said is, is it displayed somewhere and we missed it? Thank you. I cannot believe it. And the girls are like, that is so aggressive, daddy. He's already sent the passcode and you're saying, why wasn't it here before? Why couldn't we sit? That is so you aggressive. Should I put a kiss and then or my, a smiley face after it? Because I know. And then Mika, the little ten-year-old, said that is passive aggressive. Mm. She doesn't know what it means, but she is right. Mm. Well, you probably so like, weren't in the I, mood. Yeah, for a, probably under a little bit of pressure to get online for four. You've got stuff to do. You've probably got to roast something. You know how I get, mate. Put the tent up. You know how I get, boy. Go, um, go meet the animals. Anyway. Go say hello to a few locals' dogs. We're going. To, we're going to Zip World tomorrow <laughs> and Wednesday. Going to Zip World, boy. Oh, uh, have you lost enough weight to go on there? No, no. Oh, shut up. What are you going to do? What are you up to? What have you been up to? What have you been up to? <laughs> uh, well, I was with you on Tuesday uh, with uh, Fight for Peace yeah. dinner in London, um, which uh, Andy Lee from Sport and Class had 
a huge involvement with. So it's good to see. Boxing charity. Thought it might kick off, actually. Didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a bit of edge there, wasn't there? A bit like the um, yeah. Champions yeah. Cup. The French police and Liverpool fans. But oh, no, God. that was fine. I mean, what are they going to do? Two big units. You and Danny Grucock. I was just in the slips. Yeah, Dan was up there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was nice. What, what else you been up to? Mm, I had a quiet weekend. Quiet weekend. Uh, oh, cooked a lovely Chateaubriand from uh, Field of Flower. Oh. Just roasted it in the pan. Well, seared it in the pan with garlic butter and thyme and then put it in the oven using the meter oh. temp. Um, and oh. it was it was lovely. Absolutely. A real quiet weekend because oh, tell me. no rugby's been on, no URC. You've got the playoffs next weekend. I'm going out to Ireland to cover a couple of the games there. But do you know it's I love having weekends off where I don't have to do anything. And I fell asleep at about nine o'clock both nights. Missed the second half of Champions League. Yeah. I was tired. Watched the Leicester. You didn't miss much, mate. Rubbish. game. And I'm halfway through King Richard, which is What's about that? Venus and Serena Williams. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's Will it like? Smith, I think on Oscar for it. Really, really good. I think your kids would like it. So it's all oh, about right. it's all about how they became the stars that they were. You know, they came from nothing. No tennis coach would take them on. They didn't have much money. Um, it's it seems unbelievably good, and I've only watched is it Netflix half hour of it. No, it is on Sky, and I believe it's on Amazon Prime. But you have to pay for it. But uh, we don't oh, go God. out anymore. Me and the wife. So I thought, got my mate. I got this whole thing right. Sky came around. Sky, Darren from Sky was at my house for, I honestly reckon, out of push, three minutes. He walked in, he's like, hmm. Access to the roof, mate. Walked out the back and he's like, yeah, that's that's a no for today, mate. I was like, really? Because, yeah, there's no chance that's happening. We just, we do not carry the tools to get on top of your roof there. So I was like, uh, okay, see you, mate. Gone now. <laughs> so I'm paying for Sky, but I haven't got Sky. He's oh. definitely, he, he came and he went. Daz. I was like, right, I, don't really know what to do about that. Yeah, um, I can see you've had. Left. Yeah, I can see you've had a probably not your your happiest of weeks with things going right for you. No, do you know what, Tommy? It's fine. I I was at, um, I did the Northampton Saints dinner on Wednesday night after we were together on Tuesday, and it was really really nice, lovely dinner. Oh, good. Courtney and Dan Bigger were up there for a chat. Just pl- wicked blokes. You had Dan Bigger's just great bloke, mate. Who won the I awards, mean, mate? He doesn't listen to so he doesn't listen to podcasts and he doesn't he's on social media so he's not going to hear me say this but if I if I was running a Premiership club he would be one of the people I really 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 wanted to sign he's such a good bloke and good player I like him um, and so Courtney, if you were uh, in a Premiership club you would want to sign Dan Bigger what I'm saying is if I couldn't get Marcus Smith okay I'd want Dan Bigger okay um, and um, Courtney Laws, just because he's a good bloke. You know, Two hundred and fifty appearances, just a good bloke. Lewis Ludlam was there. He's a, he's a cracking fella. And Phil Dowson, who I played uh, with and against, I think mainly actually just against. Um, he's a very good player, and he is going to be director of rugby at Northampton Saints next year and next season. And uh, we had a really interesting chat actually on the stage. Very open bloke. It's quite interesting because they're, you know, like what's happened with. Stuart Hooper at Bath, what happened with Nick Kennedy at um, Irish, and you've got Sale who, with Alex Sarnison, who are admittedly faring very well, but George Skivington at the start, things didn't well. go his way at all at Gloucester and and all that. 
like they Chris Boyd is leaving Saints at the end of the season, but he's they're retaining him as a consultant, and it's one of those things like that's a few quid they could have saved if they hadn't done that, but it's mm. worth every penny because otherwise Douse is effectively out there on his own, and it it can work, but it's just such a good chance of it not working. Mm. Um, so I like that. So that was nice. And the Thursday night was at the National Sportsbook Awards because Durders and I were up for an award. I mean, oh, we, were ne- yeah. we, were, we were nowhere near winning an award and we oh. didn't. Um, nowhere near because we were the same group as Tuffers and Blowers. And, oh, no chance. Um, and um, yeah, and I was at Long Levens Rugby Club on Friday. Busy week, boy, with Andy Deacon, the old Gloucester prop. Oh, that yeah. That was great fun. But at least now you can relax a little bit in the yep. world. Yep. How long did it take you to get there? Five and a half hours oh. with the baby. That's about how long it takes to queue at Bristol or Stansted Airport to get through yeah. security. So, yeah. Yeah, it was laughing it was, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And you like driving. Um, I like driving, yeah. Um, so look, every, look, everyone's all right. Um, Champions Cup final. All right, straight into it. I Just before we do, I've got, just, just got a bit of hammering online. Uh, I know you like this, just for... Oh, is this... I didn't call oh, yeah, Cardiff spineless. This. John Bartley called him spineless. No, no, but just go with it. Yeah, but they took that head in Wales Online, and they did. It was, and I, I read it. I read the article, and it was John Barkley that said he was yeah. spineless, wasn't yeah. it? Um, just a few people tweeting me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stephen Ferris was the worst one. Oh, brilliant! What did he do? Well, I just said, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of average players in the team at the moment, and he went, name them. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh mate, that is absolute. I cannot bust wait. Time. I cannot wait till he has a go at Ulster, which he does every week. And I'm gonna say, all right, Stevie, you know, name the players then, mate. Go on. It's like that game when a girl used to walk past you in a pub, and you're like, oh my god, she's so fit. Teller. Tell oh no, we boys are playing Teller tonight, and you can't say anything <laughs> about anyone. Teller. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, she um, looks like she's had a fire on her face, and someone put out with a hammer. Teller. Teller. Oh. Mm. Uh, so. Thing is, did you name them? No. Ways and means, mate. If you start naming players like that, you make it personal. When it's not personal, it's it's about the team. But it's quite clear to see they don't have the quality of players there. And as much as you want to be like Roy Keane, I can't do it. Um, maybe Jiffy can do it. Maybe Gwyn Jones can do it. Peter Jackson can do it. But you just can't. You can't make it personal. So they know who they are. and They know who they are. Who are they? One to 15. Um, need new players. I, I, I now and again, it's, I now and again name a player and it doesn't go down well. And you, you do have the player. odd player who contacts you and says, mate, what's that about? And mm. I always think like, I've probably said this before, but I get the odd text that says, um, Hey, thanks for being so nice about me or a message on Twitter or Instagram. So thanks for saying all that nice stuff about me. I'm really, really quick to say, fella, I will, I will criticize you if you're, if you're rubbish, I will do that. Just so you know. Yeah, but Flats is criticizing players saying they didn't play well or they went up to it this week, but there's another, you know, what Stephen Ferris was trying to get me to do was saying, which players do you think are average and should leave the club? So, well, which players do you think? There's loads. Right. There's loads. <laughs> everywhere. They need strength everywhere. So, um, it, you know, it's like, I had a chat, I won't say who because I haven't asked him, but I had a chat with um, a current player the other week and 
we met for coffee and it's because I'd been critical of his team and stuff. And do you know what? It's absolutely fine. It was it genuinely a really enjoyable couple of hours, like just lovely bloke. And I did really enjoy it. But I was like, look, I it because I say it first of all, because I people think that as a commentator or a pundit, you have to know and see everything and no one does. So make Eddie Jones a commentator. He will miss stuff. Everybody misses stuff. So Brian O'Driscoll, the great, will miss stuff. Tana Umanga will miss stuff. You know, like that's the way it goes. So you can't see it all. Um, so it's actually about knowing as much as you can, forming an opinion very quickly, um, you know, on live telly often, and communicating it reasonably succinctly. Yep. That That's an eloquently, that's, that's, but it's a communication role with knowledge is really what it is. So a lot of people know an awful lot so you take your average premiership coach they're absolute nerds right they know so much stuff but stick them on live telly and they might not enjoy themselves so much that's why it's kind of a different role mm. so that was kind of my point and it's like it's never personal and i did say like there was one person who doesn't he, he's retired now but there's one person i had a bit of a personal issue with and it wasn't like that personal it was actually just he probably listens to this and he's a nice bloke but I, i'm not going to say his name and i'm not doing that thing where you just wind people up I know something you don't know hopefully it doesn't frustrate the listeners but it was a couple of charity dues that he just didn't turn up for and pulled out last minute or just no showed and I just rang him once said mate that's so shite like you're asking people to do things for you and come to dinners for you and you're not turning up mate and they all think you're an absolute knob like so I'm there I'm there sticking up for you and I don't believe it and when I commentated on him I had to consciously not go in that's the only time it's ever happened to me. Yeah. Otherwise, not, it's not personal, is that's, it? That's different to saying someone's absolutely crap and shouldn't be there. But what I will say is that front row needs to be strengthened. Second row needs to be strengthened. They need another 10. They need centres. Uh, 15's coming, Liam Williams, but not sure how much he'll play. They need a lot of players. Um, but, but they gave a load of long contracts out during yep, lock COVID, yep. didn't they? And yeah, now they Dai is, without being brute, too brutal about it, Dai is stuck with players, a, a lot of whom he... He he's would probably ship on. Yeah, he is a bit sharp. That's why they can't shaft Die Young. They can't no, sack him or you can't. hammer him because it's not his squad. You've got to give him a three, four year period where he can mould his own squad and sign his own players. So, yeah, it's been and a you weird look at, year. You look at, at Bath, you look at Johan van Graan coming in next season. It's yep. not his squad. No, it's not. Like, and actually, from what, you know, from what I understand, the players that have been, some of the players that have been signed are not the players that everyone has to sign. They're not Stuart Hooper's players either. So it's almost like you've got this in partly like a false squad. There are players that, you know, just again, from what I understand, that have been retained and the plan wasn't to retain them. And there are players that were going to be signed that got binned and they signed other players instead that yeah. nobody had ever thought about signing. And it's kind of like, well, there's only one person that's going to get battered for that and that's Johan van Graan, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite, it, in those positions, it, they can't quite come out and say, the I didn't want I was, this lot. Yeah, you know? but the only thing I would say is that it, with all due respect... Um, to bar supporters who watch this, it can't get much worse. So that's true. Know, the only way is up, really. So it's not a bad time to come in. I don't think as a director of rugby or, or a head coach. Not the words of Tom Shanklin, the words of Yaz, <laughs> the words of Top Gear magazine. Um, um, now I finished a series that you need to watch. Um, I, I can't believe I started a Champions Cup chat so early. The Last Kingdom. And with so much need- the Last Kingdom. Yeah, okay. we're going to make this a quick one. The Last I've, Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. It's brilliant. Have you watched all the series? Oh, is there a new series? It's five series. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I haven't. I really liked it though when oh, I watched I, it. I loved it, and that's why I put a photo of Jack Noel up to say, 
Um, he's up there with Jack Bauer. Yeah, bloke's amazing. Bloke is amazing. I loved it. Uh, that's the only thing I've been watching apart from King Richard. What have you? What have you touched upon? Started watching the split. Ooh. Um, start watching that. That's good. Any I like tips? that. A um, bit late, mate, for me. Okay. Um, um, although, yeah, we did. My ex-wife and I did forget to get divorced. Actually, it only happened quite recently. We we actually did forget. That's um, what happens when you were such good mates. So it's what happens happens when you when you're not horrible and it's not horrible you're like well, mm. get away from that horrible it's like it's not like that and also it was like um she actually texted me you, re- you realize we still have a joint bank account i was like, oh god we do sorry about that oh. just so progressive mate shall we share the million i'm not oh. like you i don't hate people um oh. hey oh. yes you do I'm not like you yeah of course i do i hate loads of people i just put a nice guy <laughs> act on i hate just a so big many smile. people Huh. I hate so many people. Like, I'm trying to think of who now. Um, so, no, I don't. Um, no, I'm not. I haven't done a lot of TV um, lately, but I'm, the split I'm quite into. I quite like it. It's got Stephen, I always get the names wrong, Mangan in it, who I love. Yeah. And Nicole Evans, I forget the names. Um, I love her as well. So The Staircase is out, but I've watched the Netflix series on it. Me too. And I've also listened to a podcast on it, so I don't think I'm going to watch it. Same here, fella. Mm. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go past that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've got. I'm. I've got. I'm quite loaded with books at the moment that I haven't read. So I'm. Uh, part of me thinks I'm gonna really grow up and buy some glasses and wear that. Think I. I don't know. I'll probably end up just being a TV. Oh, I've got. I got a couple of new TVs the other day. Oh, okay. TVs are so much cheaper than they used to be. Oh, and lighter. I thought. Yeah, they're they're like they're. I realise it's all relative, but I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. it's like a really nice Samsung forty-three inch or something that fits perfectly in this little slot I got downstairs, and it's like it was in the two hundreds, I think. Oh, wow, or three hundred quid or something. It's like I can't believe it. It's Dan so Costco, good. No, I didn't need to wear, wouldn't I? Um, I remember um, like fifteen years ago, an LG forty-two inch TV. You needed two people to uh, mount it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Like, 10 inches thick um i had a question i got it i'm I'm lying i got it i'm lying i got it from smart home solutions so i got it through andy hazel okay but he didn't he didn't know i got it from i saw it through his website so i was waiting for basically there to be no invoice or for me to just oh it's gonna be half price charge you full yep um if i texted him he wouldn't have done but i didn't yeah i was gonna ask john barkley but i think you're far better man to give me an answer um, who's who, spineless who yeah, does your tampons no um, <laughs> what is the best thing to cook on a Joe rotisserie on a Kamado Joe well Tommy I've got two answers for you okay one is you cannot beat a rotisserie roast chicken okay simple and amazing second answer is porchetta tell me more which is basically rolled pork belly with herbs and ah, wrapped around the pork loin often be. Amazing, and it's not a and, slow cooker. But it's not a slow cook job, is it? It's more of a. It's not that hour, slow. No, hour and a half. A uh, bit more, okay. a couple of hours maybe. But it. But what you want to do is, if you have got the charcoal basket where you can bank half the charcoal to the back. Don't know. You have no. You have because I know what grill you've got, and you okay. get a charcoal. You got you got a big Joe two coming, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. Legend yeah. me. So you've got a charcoal basket with that, which is awesome, mm. and 
you basically you'll remove the steel grate that your charcoal normally falls onto yeah. and you just have a charcoal basket way better circulation and you can lift it out really easily and stuff but you've got a divider where you can have half yeah. of it with charcoal in half not so you've got direct and indirect heat yeah only put only put charcoal at the back that circulates nicely as the wind comes through the little vent at the bottom charcoal at the back not too much of it um no charcoal at the front so then half the time the the meat on the rotisserie the jotisserie is not over direct heat works really really well okay thank you because if you put charcoal all the way underneath the bottom of it it gets no respite and it just burns yep okay there we are sorted my garden's coming along nicely hopefully uh there'll be oh yeah can't wait might invite you around i'm quite excited about that i'm quite excited about that bring the kids bring the guitar no it's not that kind of event Oh, forget yeah. it. Yep, 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 yep. Shall um, we shall we now talk Champions Cup? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ronan O'Gara decides he wants to leave La Rochelle in a year, doesn't get off of the England job, and thinks, I might see what's about elsewhere. How many coaches could demand more cash than him at the moment? Mm. Not that many. <laughs> there won't. It's be. not what it's about. But someone just said on Twitter he could demand what he wants now. There won't be. From what he's done, I mean, homework done so well, really well. Properly stopped Leinster playing, and Leinster started off really well. You know, I think they were nine points up, three penalties straight away from. Johnny Sexton, you thought, ah, oh, here we go, La Rochelle just not being able to, not being able to deal with Leinster's pace of play, giving away penalties. But mate, like defensively, La Rochelle was so good, especially in that second half. Like just complete. Like how many balls did you see out the bat from Leinster in that second half? None. Yeah. I'm not. They didn't. Re- they didn't. Tell me about it. Tell me about. Was it line speed? Was it positioning? What was? It? I think it was line speed. I think it was. Um, Dominant collisions because La Rochelle was so big and so physical that 
to play the way Leinster want to play, that they do need front football and you do need to get teams on the back foot so they can't give line speed. So they have to go laterally and, and then that's when Leinster play out the back then they've got a bit more time. But there was, do you know what I thought the turning point was? I thought it was when there was a dropout, I think, from under the posts and La Rochelle, it was on 60 minutes and La Rochelle go for a drop kick, shut that baby up. And yeah, it'll stop in a minute. And they don't get it. But Johnny Sexton then has time to kick, but he tries to step inside, defender, gets caught, ends up giving the ball then, um, ships it on. I'm not sure. I think it was to uh, Hugo Keenan who gets stuck. And eventually, La Rochelle get a turnover ball and they score a try from that from that moment mm. when Leinster were mm. eight points clear. And that just gave them enough, I think, enough of a an edge. It, it became then 18-17, so a one-point game. And you just knew, mm. you knew. Sexton goes off, Byrne comes on, and he's a bit tentative, um, drops a ball, doesn't yeah. look that comfortable, doesn't look as comfortable as, as Sexton in there. La Rochelle's scrum, for me, looked dominant. You might have a, a different point of view on that. Uh, and no, absolutely don't have a different point. Of they view on just that. were winning collision after collision after collision, and, it, and if Leinster were going to win that game, and they massively could have, perhaps because you know they only lost it by a try on the 79th minute. Something special had to happen defensively, and you, you just, I felt all the way through that second half, momentum was with La Rochelle. Carries were with La Rochelle. You know, some of them were huge. Will Skelton, to put in a shift like he did, was incredible. Aldrit was good. Um, Haddad was was brilliant. Um, Bourgerat, has I said that right, hopefully. Um, Hooker. Buggery. Buggery. Yeah. I knew I wouldn't. Um, bugger it. Bugger it. <laughs> was I think Kelleher going off had a pretty big impact for Leinster. He went off early and the line-out looked a little tactical bit. they said that was on no, his wrist it looked like he was holding right. his wrist to be honest mate but yeah it was just Jonathan um, Dante had yeah. a really good go at Sexton a couple of times which is exactly what they wanted it took him a while to get into him but he did get in the end didn't he he did and not that Sexton did anything wrong but they just got no. gain line straight from it um, Gary Ringrose's defence especially in that first half was near perfection like so aggressive in the tackle gets mm. his body position completely right doesn't give the inside shoulder and when he decides to tackle and he goes to the tackle it's not passive he just chops you down with brilliant technique i was so impressed in mm. in that first half from him and you know he, he can do it both he's very good in the attack and he's just as good defensively as well but you have to say la rochelle were worthy winners when they were picking and going at the end and picking and going and picking and going, I was thinking, mm, how many penalties before someone gets a yellow or a penalty yep. try? I was also thinking and shouting at the telly, move the ball, move the ball. It's so predictable. And I was so wrong, Tommy. Mm. And then uh, Ronan O'Gara after the game said that the forward coach completely forgotten his name, Irish second row, um, completely forgotten his name. Really famous. Yeah. Um, legend. Mate, you'll come to us in a sec. Um, he said that um, he was like the shortest way all the way all week. He'd been saying the shortest way to the try line is pick and go, basically. And he and he was right. And they, when, if people, I know a lot of people have said that Will Skelton, having played fifteen minutes back from injury the week before, to put in a shift like that is is impressive. Honestly, 
somebody that big and heavy in the heat on what I understand was a rock hard pitch to put that effort in was sensational like sensational and do you remember was it the semi-final last time but Lent before the was it 27 I might be getting my dates wrong um, Donica Ryan uh, 2020 Donica Ryan before the last Lions tour and James Ryan was playing for Leinster against Montpellier and like Skelton was so physical mm. that it was almost like that game that meant James that stopped James Ryan getting picked yeah, he just got beaten up a bit by Skelton and you're like well it happened again and the thing is James Ryan isn't going to have and those guys aren't going to have to play against many people like Skelton on the world circuit because there ain't many of them nope. like people putting it about like that there's even Etzebeth there's Paul Valemsa from um, France, yep. like that. People who are that big and heavy that you just can't dominate them. Yep. There's Weenie Antonio. There ain't many, mate. Aldrit the All Black, the All Blacks ain't got one. Aldrit is, but he's not a giant. He's, no, he's just not. freaky strong. But how good? Like every breakdown, freaky. That Rochelle were contesting and doing a really good job of it, like having a huge impact. The breakdown. When the breakdown was mm. as slow as that, then a team like Leinster can take you apart with a quick ball, like La Rochelle wouldn't be as good as Leinster, I don't think, with quick ball. Like, no way. I, I don't think, you know, because no Le- Leinster attack like Ireland with numbers, with decoys, mm. and, you know, more often than not, they take the right option. But they just did a massive job physically on them. And, you know... It was, it, do you know, like... Do you know, here's, here's do you know the whole... Quickly, sorry. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. apparent, I, I think I read this. In three European Cup finals, Leinster have only scored one try. Wow. Yeah. I think that's... That's a really interesting stuff. I think that's right. It's true now because you said it, boy. Mm. Um, in terms of like, all right, everyone know, everyone's going to know how to beat them and therefore everyone's going to know how to beat Ireland now. No. It's like, well, it's not quite as simple as that because what you need is a pack of forwards who are so monstrously big, heavy, strong and aggressive that you basically wipe them out at breakdown and set piece. Like a South Africa and would be one of the so, only teams so, you'd yeah, to. I, yeah, I reckon the only team in the world that could look at that and say, this is how we do it, is South Africa, because they are not necessarily just body weight. I'm sure there are other packs that are, in terms of body weight, the same, but they pick particularly, basically muscly, muscled, aggressive, maybe heavy France. men. Yeah, uh, Maybe, yeah. But even some of the French lads that are amazing players aren't giants, no. you know. Yeah. Um, but Valencia aside, but then... Yeah, I'd wonder because I'm not so I'm not sure it is a global blueprint because I don't think New Zealand. I mean, wonderful team. I don't think they have the pack to. They pick packs for different reasons. They don't yeah. just pick giants. Australia have Skelton if they use him, but otherwise they don't have giants mm. like that. You know, so. But it just goes to show, boy. Even in 2022, just like in 1922, a good big and beats a good little. Mm. If mm. all else is even, and you got your. Get your homework right, do your prep and all that sort of stuff and front up. And it is just real helpful being real big. I think being impartial as well made me enjoy it even more because, you know, mm. part of you wants Leinster to win, what was it, the, f- the fifth European yeah. title or the fourth? And the other part of you wants to see La Rochelle win because, you know, they've been in the final um, before. And obviously everyone listens to Ronald Gar and the sound bites and you can't help not like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just the way he, he conducts himself, the way he speaks, like yep. he, he's brilliant for sound bites because everything he he says, you know, you can relate to massively. He takes his time, you know. He, 
nothing comes out of his mouth that he doesn't want to say because sometimes you go on autopilot and you speak for the sake mm. of it and you don't know how you're going to finish. He's really composed and um, I just, it's exactly what you wanted from a final because it came down right to the wire, right to the, the last minute, the last pick and go and it that's what you want from, I think, from finals. Two quality teams going at it. Fortunately, there's always going to be one winner and um you know, it could be Leinster on another day because they're that good. But I'm really happy La Rochelle won. And great, and great for Leon to win the um, Challenge Cup final as well. Their first trophy in seventeen thousand yeah, years. Yeah, I know. But I didn't watch that, but I know you did. So, well, it's it. What it is is, uh, I've 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 been down there to commentate on games, and it's just it's yet another place where the atmosphere is am- amazing and all that stuff, but. I think the reason, like the, uh, not the re- I mean, the reason the atmosphere is so good is that people, I guess, down there are quite demonstrative. They're happy to shout, happy to make noise and go crazy. But also, it just means so much. Like commentating, I commentated on a couple of Leon games. I can't remember when it was last couple of years, but they're like the fans are so into it. Even yeah. when you're used to it, it's like whoa. Because Toulon was Toulon was amazing the other week. I love that atmosphere against Saris, but. It's it's the noise is one thing, but it's how much they care about who wins, and they are not there. Like I'm sure they hammer their players and hammer their team if they're rubbish, like everyone else does. But it's almost like their default mode is to scream support mm. and hope it goes right. Whereas you know some grounds like that in England, in England are like that, but other grounds aren't. They kind of playing at Bath, being there are some great fans at Bath, but it's quite quiet. If you did really good stuff, it was brilliant, but it was quite quiet if you weren't on it. Whereas the crowd in these places, they properly steam into yeah. it and try and lift their team. And, you know, that doesn't happen at every English club that I know we're not allowed to say things like that, but it doesn't. It just doesn't. And you can have full houses that are quite quiet. And then that's why the whole it's a much bigger conversation, but the whole you need to have this many seats. I kind of think I'm, I'm not quite convinced that the minimum statutory requirements thing to qualify for the premiership I'm not quite convinced that's mm. appropriate I'd like to talk to someone about it for longer but you know we've, we've all been up to sale on a Friday night like not I haven't I've never played at the AJ Bell but beforehand and there's a couple of thousand people in a big stadium and it's like you'd rather play at Ealing in front of a packed house like yeah, you actually you would. would of course you would it's like going to um, Swansea.com for the Ospreys you know it's you'd much rather that right. than all you know somewhere where it's yep. compact somewhere where you're going to yeah. hear four or five thousand supporters rather than them just the voices just be lost in a twenty five thousand seat stadium. Yeah, and it's like the AJ Bell can have. I've been up there a couple of times this year, and the atmosphere has been great. But you, you know, and they've had some good numbers there. But the whole thing that you can't come up unless you have got this many thousand. Yeah. I sort of think, well, mm. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I tell you, big news coming up, flats is that uh, Ukraine plays Scotland on Wednesday, and that determines who's going to play Wales on Sunday at Cardiff City oh. Stadium for oh. a f- uh, spot in the World Cup. It's the playoff final. Oh, Can't yeah, but you got it. Gareth Bale just won his fifth Champions League, mate. Wow, I know. five Champions Leagues. I hope it's the Scots because when the Scots come to town. It's brilliant. Remember what they were like in Hyde Park with their kilts and lifting them up and <laughs> s- swimming in the water. Are you going to do um, are you do a locker room for that? You should do a locker yeah, room do. for that. Yeah, we do. We do. We have 50 spaces oh, in go. the Sony Lounge or the Leg Lounge. Is that why you mentioned it? Is that why you mentioned it? it? No, right. no, sold out 
months ago, mate. This is the biggest the what lounge? The Sony lounge, but it's also called the Lecky lounge. Because oh, Bubs calls it the Lecky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's his surname, listeners. That's his surname. Uh, football's easy. Football's on the rise, mate. So, And it's the biggest game Wales have had in a long time. You know, they get through to this, yeah. they qualify for World Cup. Wow. Just give it gigsy till end of season. That's what yeah. I'd do. Give it gigsy. Oh. I was a bit gutted for Liverpool, actually. I like Liverpool. I like Jurgen. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was I mean I, I was at, I was at the I was at the bloody boozer um with the HSBC like, having a few bloody pints and a bit of dinner but so I watched it sort of in the background but every time I looked over it was like do 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 yeah. looked a bit boring yeah. to me. Yeah, massive issues getting in. Um soon on so yeah, I feel awful. real sorry for him. But anyway, good luck to Rob Page and his team on Sunday. You can do it boys, yeah, yeah. I'll be there whistling. Chanting. Will you? Yeah. You'll be there. God, you'll, be, you'll be you'll be bloody smashed, won't you? No, I'm going to Ireland for the day on Saturday to do two games for uh, URC playoffs. Oof. So oh. I'll be taking it easy, my friend. You know, I don't always like to go big. You know that. Yes, you do. I look forward, right. I look forward to the weekends where I don't drink. Anyway, how many have you had? How many have I had today? If you're counting, um, you've had no more than three today. Mm, okay. Right. I've got a weekend off in a few weeks. Yeah. I haven't well, had one for ages. I'm so jealous of you this weekend. I enjoy my weekend. I've got a weekend off and Sky Sky asked if I'd fly out to Australia on the third. It's the Sunday before. The, it's the weekend before the first test oh, in, Australia, yeah. in Perth. Australia, England said, right, do you want to fly out on the Saturday or the Sunday? And I said, how about the Wednesday? They're like, what? I was like, mm, okay, Tuesday. And we're doing Tuesday. I was like, I just, I just want one weekend doing nothing before I go because I don't get a huge number of those. What about I love one my weekend job, doing nothing in Australia? Well, I wouldn't have had it, would I? I'd have got there on Monday night or something, and it wouldn't, ah, you know. Okay. I, could, I can't fly out the Thursday 10 days before the first test. I'm not a player. <laughs> They've got to put me up in presumably a five-star hotel, Tommy. It better be, or I'm coming home. Yeah. I'm sure it will be, mate. They'll look after you. Um, Sky, no. One person I'd like to meet up with, whose number I don't have, in case he listens to this, is Matt Carraro, who played for Bath for a few years. If you're listening, okay. Matt, could you DM me your number, please, mate? Go in touch. Yeah. Good be on, nice. Good on the piss, was he? He was, yeah. yeah he was. So. Yeah, a strong old brute. He annoyed me a bit. We fell out because we had the test who can do the most reps on 100 kilos on the bench press and who can do the most reps 100 kilos on the prone pull. We lie yeah. in the front and pull it up. Yeah, yeah. And I was bound to win that. Um, that was me because I was reasonably strong but really short arms, which helps for both events. And I won the bench, and Matty beat me by two reps ah. on the back. And um, life's no, about, it's fine. We still got on. Life's about pulling, mate. I know. I know. I push people away. It's what I do. Um. Anyway, right. Uh, we good, good luck to you guys, are we going right? to do a pod next week? Yep. You around? Ho- hope not. Hope so. <laughs> hope not. Hope so. Uh, I'm. I'm flat out. Yes, I'm around. I'm okay. very around. We'll yeah. we'll try and get one out on Monday for you. It is right, Monday good. today. Um. Yeah. Uh, speak to you next week if you've got any questions let us know uh, on Twitter yeah, we'll try and that. answer them and leave us a review will you yes yeah, shit oh by the way you, you shizers James Haskell um, Hask did DJing at Twickenham mate brilliant honestly we had Q&A's planned and stuff planned and we canned it all because it was so good and we just had um, we just got the beers in and danced with the punters it was awesome mate it was so he was so good honestly like, he hasn't asked me to say it. I said I wanted you to be awful because it would have been a better story. It was bumping, mate. So I would good. love it, like if he just like 
mixed in some songs like You're the Voice by John Farnham or I don't know what that is. Um You don't know what that song is? No. Oh, it's epic or Electric Dreams or something like that. You know, a bit of oh, Thing is, when I'm in the car, I either listen to books or the kids are in the car like five and a half hours to North Wales today. Or you've got the love Candy Staten or something like and that. And they've oh amazing, yeah. And I so I listen to all their songs, some of which are good, some of which are awful. Yeah. Gucci Flip Flops is one of their latest ones. Google that when you get or Spotify that when you get off people. Like a, and bear in mind, bear in mind, it's my twelve-year-old that put it on. It's completely inappropriate, but bit, I have added it to my gym playlist. I quite like it. A bit of Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat. <laughs> and it, <laughs> I love Steve Winwood. <laughs> Something like that. I, I like a bit of Roachford. Cry for me. That's what yeah, I like. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind Roachford. Cuddly toy. Um, yeah. Johnny, be good. Chuck Berry. Um, I don't know. Anything, anything like Die Straits. <laughs> uh, Billy Ocean, love it. Yeah. Uh, right, right, your bastard okay. tour. See you later, mate. Bye. See you later. Bye, guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.